Welcome to the Teachers to Tech podcast. I'm your host, Dean. This is the podcast where we tell you how you can grow your tech skills, whether you're starting from scratch or just want to go farther. You might be thinking about a new job, a whole new career, or just a new hobby. We'll have something for everyone, so keep listening. This is episode 103 of the Teachers to Tech podcast. If you're returning, we thank you. And if you're new, we welcome you. By the way, if you are new, we recommend that you go back and listen to the first two episodes. Kinds of puts everything that we do here into context. You'll be fine to listen through the rest of this episode. You'll pick up a lot. But if you want to know our overall mission and how we're going to operate, those first two episodes will fill you in. And they're not very long, so you can cover those in about a half an hour. Thanks for joining us. And as promised, today's episode deals with spreadsheets. Now, spreadsheets can be thought of as a way to organize numbers and data. You've seen them before, even if you haven't used them. They look like grids. They've got rows and columns, and where they intersect there, you've got a little rectangle you can put something into, whether it's a number or a text like a name. These are great ways to do several things. And I've got a little list here in front of me. With a spreadsheet, you can present data. You might say, hey, this row is going to be a set of headers, so you can give it a nice background so people can tell the difference between that and the data. You can change the size, change the font, things like that. We can create tables and charts. That makes it easier to visualize our data. That's very helpful for people who have to make quick decisions, for instance. And you can program reports. Now, we probably won't get that far today, but it is possible to take data that we've got in a spreadsheet and say, hey, I'd like to have something run and pulled in to replace that every month as it renews, or I'd like to have something dump out into, say, a Word document. Now, one of the most popular uses of spreadsheets is simply for calculations, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. But in a spreadsheet, once we've input data, we can have portions of the spreadsheet that make calculations for us based on formulas that we create or functions that are built in. A simple example will come up later where we talk about calculating averages automatically. We can also share, and by sharing, I mean bringing some data into the spreadsheet from somewhere else or taking data from the spreadsheet and using it in some other way. So for instance, we could have names and addresses and maybe product names all listed in a spreadsheet and have that merged into a Word document that's a letter. Dear Mr. Jones, thank you for buying product A. Dear Miss Smith, thank you for buying product B. And so we are using that by merging into the Word document, and now we've got a specific letter for each customer. And that's all done by merging from a spreadsheet. And finally, we can collect data. And I'm specifically referring to one method that we'll talk a little bit about, called forms. It's possible for our two most popular spreadsheets out there, Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets, to create a form that we can enter data into that then populates a spreadsheet. We can also share those forms. So you might create a poll. You might even create a quiz for you teachers out there that can dump right into a spreadsheet and you have all the results laid out in front of you. We'll talk a little bit about how to figure out forms and where to go to learn how to create those a little later in the podcast. All right, I'd like to get a little more specific now about how formulas and functions work in a spreadsheet 
they will be at the heart of a lot of the things that we do because we are trying to calculate. We're working with data and we want results. First, we need to talk a little bit about how a spreadsheet is actually organized. And we'll see rows and columns. Now the rows will be numbered, the columns will be labeled with letters. And so any one cell, which is the little rectangle in the grid, can be identified by its column and row. So our very first cell all the way at the top left would be cell A1, next to that would be B1, and then C1. If we were going down in column A, of course, A1, A2, A3. Now we can work with individual cells, we can work with a whole range, but we can create a formula. Let's say whatever is in our first cell and our second cell should add together. Over in the third cell, in cell C1, we could say equals A1 plus B1. So if we have a 2 and a 3 in cells A1 and B1, then cell C1 will display a 5 after we type in that formula and hit enter. Now that's a very simple example, and that's because you can't see this, you're listening right now, but you're going to see some things in the tutorial I've recorded for you that you can play back on the website. That's in the show notes, by the way. But one of the most powerful things about these formulas is that we can use functions inside of them. So some, some very sophisticated things that we can do, like say I'd like to get the average of a whole group of cells called a range. So maybe I wanna know the average of 10 numbers that I have in cells A1, A2, A3, all the way down to A10. I can type in another cell equals average, which is a built-in function in our spreadsheets, and then some parentheses will pop up and we can say A1 colon A10 and the average of the numbers in those 10 cells will be displayed for us. Now if you don't follow that completely, don't worry about that. It's going to show up in the tutorial that I've recorded. You can go out to the website that you'll see listed in the show notes and watch a whole tutorial about how to build a grade book. Teachers, I know that you have more sophisticated grade books, but this is something that you can relate to. And for the rest of us who are not teaching in a school right now where we have to keep a grade book, well, we've been in a grade book and we've tried to calculate our own grade averages, likely as not. All right, the next thing we need to talk about is a way of recording things that we do regularly in Excel or in Google Sheets that we need to repeat. Maybe it's a header for a month-to-month -month report, something like that. And we can do that in a way that we can repeat it at the touch of a button. And those items are called macros. We'll get to those when we come back. I want to round out our discussion today by talking about two more features of spreadsheets that will give you a lot of power. In fact, if you get to know how to use these, you could almost say, hey, I'm a little bit of a super user. And you certainly will be able to get your work done more easily. The first of the two topics is macros. Imagine that each month you've got to create a sales report for that month. And you have to have a special heading. There's a title that goes in. And once you've got that title... You've got to change the font, you've got to change the font size, the font color, the background, 
and do a couple of more, more operations that are going to take a little bit of time. And you think, man, I'd just like to be able to create this over and over again. Well, you can record the operations as you do them one time. And the next month when you type in the title of the sales report, you simply replay this macro that you've recorded that reruns all the operations that do all that formatting for you, takes that work off your hands. You can assign a macro to run from a button that you create. You can assign a macro to run from a hotkey or to run at the click of a mouse. And when you've done all that setup, you don't repeat the work. It just saves you a lot of time and it makes sure that you're consistent from month to month. So those are macros. I do have a link in the show notes to a simple tutorial on how to create a macro. Here's a real time saver that can make your spreadsheet look almost like a full application. And that is the forms feature of spreadsheets. Let's say that you have a spreadsheet like I do for a small business. I have a little bit of a crafting thing I do for men's accessories. And I have certain supplies that I purchase and I have certain office supplies that I purchase. Well, I get the receipts a little piled up month to month and then I have to go into my spreadsheet and say, this is the date of the receipt, this is what I bought, this is the amount, this is the tax, this is the category the purchase falls into. I can speed that up by having a form. I go into my spreadsheet, I open a form, I type in an entry, that'll fill in a line in the spreadsheet, I can use the form to fill in the next line, etc. That makes the data entry just a little bit quicker. But there's an extra feature that I can use there that makes it even better. And that is the fact that on that form, I can have a drop-down list. So if I want to say, hey, I spent this money on advertising or on office equipment or on materials or supplies or on shipping, instead of typing those out every time, I can just choose from a drop-down list. That's the kind of thing that we can do with forms. So it is a time saver. And again, it looks pretty sophisticated. It's something that not everybody does. And let's remember that part of the reason that we have this podcast is to help you look good when you're in, say, a job interview or on a job and you're trying to show off your skills. Using a form can do that for you. I do have a link that will show you how to create a form. And so you can go to the show notes or you can go to the website and find out how to make your first form. I got to tell you, it's something I wish I had known a lot earlier in my journey with spreadsheets. And speaking of my journey, I just want to tell you that I only started this because I was working in a bookstore, putting computer books on the shelf, and just happened to turn one over and saw a feature of Excel that intrigued me. And I thought, that's kind of cool. I'd like to be able to do that. I hardly know Excel, but maybe I could get this book myself and start studying. And that's what I did. Well, the more I learned about Excel, the more useful I was at various jobs and the more it helped me along my way. So I would dig in to extra features that I didn't need on one job and use them on the next. 28 years later, I'm still using spreadsheets to get ahead in my current career position. So there's no telling how the payoffs will build for you. You should get started as soon as you can. I am going to post things in the show notes that will help you with that. I will have a link to two tutorials that I have recorded that show you how to use Google Sheets from very basic to a couple of advanced features. And it only takes about 15 minutes to get through both of those. 
So you can play a bit, try what you saw, pause and move on. Now I am also gonna post some links that will show you how to do some things in Excel, like make a form or set up a formula. And so you'll wanna take a look at all of those things just to get a feel for what's out there. When you say, hey, I've got a little bit of this down, I've got the confidence now to try recording a macro, there will even be a link for that. Don't forget to subscribe and to review us. And come back for our next episode. Now in our next episode, we're going to tackle a topic that you may have come across and wondered about. If you've ever seen the acronym IOT or heard the phrase Internet of Things or heard of microcontrollers or embedded controllers, we're going to find a very easy way to learn what those things mean. We're going to explore the Arduino products that are microcontrollers that are very easy to work with in a hobby setting and find out a little bit about how those operate and how we can learn to use them and all the fun projects there are out there that make them worth digging into. So if you say, hey, this week was software, maybe that's not my thing. I would rather look at hardware. Next episode is going to be the episode for you. We'll see you then. Thank you. That's all we have for today. This is Dean saying thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back with us next time on Teachers to Tech.